and welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. This episode was originally supposed to be a Patreon-only exclusive, but I loved it too much. We are bringing it to the main feed. So let me tell you about my friend, Kate Donovan. Her and I, we got connected over Instagram a little over a year ago. I saw that she was doing some burnout coaching. I was like, hmm, another person in the space. I'm truly one that believes there's plenty of room at the table. There's no reason to get all bristly and think, oh my God, I'm being shoved out. And we had a great conversation back then. I was so excited when I got her email and she was like, hey, so I guess I didn't make the cut. I never saw my episode on your podcast. (laughs) Then I was like, no, actually you were in the Patreon exclusive. She was like, oh, I guess I'm not in there either. So anyway, we had another conversation recorded it. She gives an update on what she's been doing and how life has changed in the last year. And I'm excited to talk burnout to another burnout expert. So we're going to get into this conversation and stick around afterwards for my kick of encouragement. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Caitlin Donovan. Girlfriend, you are here on the two-peat, and I am so excited to have you back on Dr. Me First. I love a good two-peat. I know. I know. I just did a three-peater the other day, and I'm, <gasps> I just got to keep, I just, like, my people just have to keep coming on. Share the energy, man. Well, this is a Patreon-exclusive episode, and you've already got one of those in the bag, and I'm just excited a year later, we're doing another one. Tell the people out there what has changed in the last year and what are you doing in the world? The last year has just been quite the uh, quite the turnaround, really, because I ended up, you know, I ruptured my Achilles. I spent a few months in bed. Yeah. Yeah. So last summer I ruptured my Achilles tendon. I spent four months in bed. During that time, I started Fried the Burnout podcast. So that's really exciting. And I finished my book. So you might as well talk to people. Exactly. And I wrote the origin story of, Thri- of for Fried on Thrive Global because I wrote to Ariana Huffington really boldly and was like, will you be in my podcast? And she was like, no, but you should write the origin story of your podcast for Thrive. So I did. And when I was writing it out, I realized that it is actually a pretty powerful story. I mean, I went to bed like bawling, crying one night with my foot just, I hadn't even had surgery yet. And I was like, I just moved back to the States. What am I going to do? Like, this is a nightmare. And so I went to bed and I threw up to my ancestors because I like to talk to my, my dead grandmothers. It's sort of one of those things I do. And I was like, all right, ladies, what comes in this time? Because I've got to use it for something. And, you know, and I woke up in the morning and I had the words fried, the ultimate guide to burnout podcast, just like crossing over my head, like constantly. And I said, okay, okay, I'm listening. I created podcast logo art that day with my Facebook page. So I kept sending them like a couple of options and saying, what's better, A or B? What would you change? And we went back like 20 or, 20 or 25 times over the course of the day. So everybody that participated that day, it was, it was so fun. So I created podcast art and then I started reaching out for interviews and sort of away we went. And that has morphed into me having time to finish my book which is out now as of September 14th this year. So that's super exciting. And it has also led to my podcast is now my biggest like lead generation for customers. Good. 
Yeah, for both coaching clients and for acupuncture patients, because I still have an acupuncture office in New York City. So it's helping me to build both of those things, which is wonderful because, uh, you know, I started my acupuncture practice in September 2019 after I healed from my Achilles. Well, healed after I could stand up again on my own after having an Achilles rupture and surgery. So after I could stand up again, I opened a practice. And then of course, in March, I shut it down for four months because of COVID, especially New York City. So I, I was just, you know, everybody who's a doctor or practitioner, you know that getting a practice rolling, especially when you're in private practice, is a lot of effort. So I had just started sort of cranking and then COVID hit. Uh, so I opened again this summer And so things are starting to crank again. Now, a lot of people that I was treating had all all moved out of the city during COVID. So they're just gone. So I'm starting with new people. (laughs) So it's been really a crazy wild roller coaster. But the most exciting things have been the book and a mini course on resentment. Mm -hmm, The resentment journal. I bought it. It was good. It's it's so good, right? I loved it. Like, I love the resentment journal because... You know, I'm a very like encouraging, a very like, let's get things done kind of thing. And I really have had a really huge struggle with gratitude journal. Like when I was in the middle of burnout, there was, yeah, I could lip service. I am thankful for blah, 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 blah. But you don't feel it. Not in your body. You don't feel it. So, so go to the big feel, go to the big emotion you are feeling, which is resentment, which is anger, which is irritability and frustration, overwhelm, which is all of those. And then like. Let's start there. Let's dig there where that is juicy and then see what comes from it. So I love the, when you posted, I think it was the first day you posted on Instagram. I was like, Oh, I got that. I got that. (laughs) I went all over it downloaded the PDF. And like, I swear to God, like I'm in the, in the next book, you're going to be in it. And I'm going to like quote you on that because I hadn't seen it anywhere else, but it makes so much sense. So for me, my origin story for the podcast is linked to the resentment journal because my business coach had an amazing podcast and I was like, I want that. Mine would have guess been a jealousy journal. And what I did is I leaned into jealousy. Yeah. Why do you want that? Well, I want that because I think I can do that for people. Then you need to get your ass going and you need to do it then. Yeah. And that's where my origin story was. It was out of jealousy. Yeah. Because guess what? Feelings are not good or bad. They just are. They just are. In Chinese medicine, there's a very clear explanation of the fact that every organ has an associated emotion or emotion set. So everything that is around joy, is it belongs to the heart. And you need joy for the heart to function well. So you can't have too little of it. But also, if you have too much of it, it turns into mania. So that's bad, too. So it's not that the emotion in itself is good or bad. It's that if we allow it to happen and pass through, it's encouraging for the organ. And if we ignore it, it gets stuck and causes problems for the organ. We talked about that on your podcast, the getting and throwing feelings into the closet. Exactly. So this was really like, this is a big thing for me that emotions are like, emotions are fine. It's not the emotions are not the problem. Ignoring emotions is problematic. Not, not allowing them space to transform is problematic. So I felt like I needed to give people permission to feel the shit they were feeling and the shit that they're feeling is resentful, especially when we're talking about females who are physicians and mothers and everything else, because they're unloading the dishwasher again, wondering why no one else sees it. 
and they are overgiving to that one patient who emails them 17 extra times and they're annoyed about it because they can't they can't bill for it so it's just coming out of their energy like there's no there's no return in it for them you know and let's talk about it let's actually deal with this and every time i talk about this with someone they're like why isn't anyone do- else doing this and i'm like i don't know well you've got me i'm on board with it i think it's definitely something that we we have to like and i think that's the perception sometimes with life coaching is like people think that we're all like sunshine and rainbows and we're not like no. that is part of the equation like when someone is in the pit of burnout they need some sunshine on them yeah they yeah. do and like i am there you are there to give that to them but like in the real journey of it it's like saying we're not putting limits on anything we're just being, yeah, we're just residing in. Yeah. And that's been hard for me. I mean, I am a DO, so I'm not a traditional like MD doc. So I do, I'm a little fringe at times. And sometimes this work, you know, it takes you a little bit even more fringe. You talk to people in other kind of like parallel universes doing wellness work in some different ways. And like you said, with your acupuncture, like, yeah, it's a little fringe at times, but sometimes we need to go fringe to get out of our heads to get out of that like mainstream thought processing and just like say like, what if, you know, what if a a little needle right here opened something up new in me? Was that such a bad thing? No. Do I have a whole shit ton of clinical surveys on that one acupuncture point to say, this is what it does in every single person? No, because it did it for me and that is enough. Yeah. And this is really important to me. I love, I love research and I love science. When I was originally on my path, I was on a path toward becoming an MD. That was my plan. It just sort of shifted into Chinese medicine along the way. But for me, I like, I enjoy the research. So I'm good on that. So, but I can show you that there's a series of two points that will increase the cerebellar serotonin levels. Like we can do that with acupuncture. So you're depressed, but not quite depressed enough to want to be on meds. Like come in to see an acupuncturist. We can handle that. Like Physically, that, that shit's been measured over and over and over and over and over again. These are, it's, it's two very simple points. One of them is the most popular point on the body. And it's like, this is real easy stuff. So I think that that's important. And I also think that it's important to realize that there's so much more to placebo than we want to often admit. So placebo is so, that word is so often used as like a poo-poo, is like, oh, it was just placebo. But you guys, according to the research, placebo is responsible for up to 38% of every healing that you have, whether you are doing surgery or Reiki. 38% of that shit is placebo every time, right? So if that's true, then what we should be trying to do is harness that power. And part of harnessing placebo for me is doing the stuff that Erin and I do for people all the time, creating space for you to exist as you are allows your body to enter a state where you are more likely to heal because your nervous, your sympathetic nervous system calms down, your polyvagal system increases your parasympathetic nerves. Everything starts regenerating and you can actually heal. Placebo matters. I think it's, uh, I can't remember the name of it, PIPS. I don't remember the what it stands for, but Beth Israel and Harvard uh, four or five years ago started a center for, for placebo studies to say, how can we use this? And I think life coaching is a beautiful way to create 
a placebo environment for people. You want to hear a cool story? So I was working with a kinesiologist out of the UK and, you know, doing some energy work. Mostly it was the placebo effect of just me like talking to someone who was on a different continent in a different space so that I could just like unload my shit. But anyway, one of her recommendations was that I got, I think it was like number four homeopathic salts. And I was like, you know what? Six bucks on Amazon, probably not going to kill me. I will try it. I don't think the actual salts helps me. But what did help me is that she per, she had me take three tablets four times a day. So I was taking yeah. tw- like a bunch of this homeopathic, essentially like salt and filler, which is fine. And what I got out of that was I was purposely taking the time to care for myself. That's what I walked away from with even though my whole clinical brain is like homeopathy doesn't work, you know, da, 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 da. For me, the placebo effect that worked was that for a week, I stopped four times a day and took these three little dissolvable things. And yes, at least it was bringing my intention, my thought processing, pausing my work, walking to my bathroom and doing that. That's where I got so much out of it. And that's a message that still sticks with me about that. Yeah. And if the homeopathy in there happens to add a bonus, then you got more than 38% out of it. Wonderful. And if it didn't, then fine. Like people always say, but do you believe in acupuncture? I say, no, I just like to take your money. <laughs> like, Yes, of course I believe in acupuncture. I saw people recover from stroke within a month. Within a month, the average recovery time in the, U- in the United States in Western medical treatment is 13 months post-stroke. Chinese medicine, we're throwing needles in those bodies daily, but after a month, they're walking by themselves. And I was, I'm talking to this guy that I, was, uh, that I particularly have in my head. He was 33. I was in China for this. He was 33. He had, take, had a part of his scalp removed because the blood clot was so big and they couldn't get it out without removing part of his scalp. So he had a big dent in his head here. And he was both sides Mm. unable to function. 33 days of like three needles in one point. This was intense shit. So I'm not saying this is how acupuncture looks on a regular, like a day-to-day basis. But with his arms around me and around another intern at that time, that man picked up his legs and walked down the hallway after 33 days. In the United States, he would have been in a wheelchair. Yeah, a huge hemorrhagic stroke like that. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show, like, as smart as we are, we still don't know. We still don't know. And let's harness the magic. And, like, we don't understand placebo. I'm, I'm hoping that Harvard and Beth Israel, since I saw those things, they've come up with some new studies. I haven't looked at their page in a while. But the, the thing about it is there is still some magic in this world that we just don't understand. I mean, high fertility medicine. It's st- even in the most successful, it's under 50% right? The most successful clinics in the world are still under 50% success rate. There's some magic in there. So if we can help each other harness a little bit of magic, a little bit of faith, a little bit of belief, a little bit of placebo, then I am all for that. And I really believe that a coaching presence and checking in with someone, like you're saying, you know, you're not going to check in with a coach four times a day when you take your homeopathy, but checking in with someone once a week, once every, I do once every other week because my sessions tend to be a little bit intense. Twice a month. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like too much to do once a week. Like you're never going to get through all the shit we talked about in an hour in a week. It's just not going to happen. So I do, I do every other week. So you have two hours a month 
where you're taking the time and someone is creating space for you and saying, yes, be you. I trust you. I believe you. I want to hear you. You matter. That's important. It is. And I think that's what COVID has taught all of us is like, take the time and space. Mm -hmm. All this other shit, it isn't important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell the people about your links, where they can hang out with you, the new book, all the things. I want them to, to come hang with you like I hang with you on Instagram. Yeah, we love hanging on Instagram. My Instagram is at Kate underscore Donovan. Um, and I love hanging out there. I love people sliding into my DMs. I like private conversations. I think they're fun. Um, I will respond to you <laughs> because I think it's a good time. That's super fun for me. And the book as of September 14th, so I don't know when this gets released, but as of September 14th, you can grab the book at, it's a bit.ly link. It's bit.ly slash bounce back order because the book is called The Bounce Back Ability Factor. So bit.ly slash bounce back order. Um, and the resentment journal is on my website. So it's katedonovan.com backslash resentment dash journal. And the resentment journal is like, it's 27 bucks. And I did that on purpose because I don't want people to have to think about whether or not they're going to get it because of cost. I literally kind of want the whole world to have a resentment journal because I think that it's so massive. Um, and I think that it's so important. So those are all my fun things. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks, Caitlin, for coming on the podcast. I'm excited to catch back in touch with you in a year from now. I can't wait for that. Thanks for having me. Ta-da! There you go. Another conversation. All right, well, let's get into my kick of encouragement today. It's actually some fun sass that I wrote too, not too long ago. The title of it is, Is Your Salary Making You Happy? So let's get real for just a minute. Now, legit, one of the perks of being a doctor is the salary, you know, making well over multiple six figures. Maybe you bought a bigger house with that. Maybe you got an in-ground in pool. Maybe plan some fancy vacations, at least, you know, before COVID and everything. But I invite you to get real with yourself for just a second. Is your money making you happy? Are you filled with joy when you wake up in the morning thinking about the money in your bank account? If you are, I seriously applaud you. Get down with your bad self, girl. But if you're waking up in the morning filled with dread, cotton-headed from exhaustion and tossing and turning through the night, pushing yourself through one more day, won't you give anything for contentment and fulfillment and joy to be your normal? What if all you needed for joy to be your new normal is just a different set of tools in your hand? Seriously. What if those tools could help take off those golden handcuffs, the big-ass salary, that is whispering in your ear that it's keeping you safe and healthy and giving your children the food on the table, but really are just confinement. The confidence to follow your own path is one tool I want to give you. The presence of mind to choose rest and white space over cramming one more thing in your schedule is another tool I want to give you. The courage to go out on a limb and imagine a completely different job one that lights you up inside almost orgasmically. And girl, you're in luck because that's what I specialize in. 
those are the tools that I really feel like in the last year I've really honed and helped other women and other healthcare professionals figure it out. And so if you want more of these, I got so many ways to help you with it. This podcast, we talk about confidence and courage and clarity, the three C's all the time. If you're like, yeah, 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 but I want more, go get you the Dr. Me First workbook on Amazon now. It's not just a Kindle book. Like it's a legit book that comes from a publisher and get out all of your colored pens and just go to town in it. If you're like, yeah, 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 Aaron, like I got the book and I did it and it was okay, but I need a little bit more. I've got two ways to get a little bit more. One, doing the self-paced burnt out to badass course. That's all on your own. I've already recorded all the videos in there. They are waiting for you to come. You get another amazing workbook. It's called the burnt out to badass journal in there. It's seriously beautiful. I'm talking to my publisher right now about getting it published, but right now it's still a PDF. Or the other way is consider jumping into the group, the burnt out to badass group. And why I say that is because every Sunday when we meet and we talk, we are going through these processes. We are seeing how other people are using the tools. We're passing tools around to each other. You know, the best thing about this is it's a group of like-minded female physicians just like you. Now I know, I know. You're probably thinking, Erin, you're too expensive. There's no way that I can pay for that. I want you to take a good, hard look at the things that you're currently spending money on. I know, seriously, you're like, oh, but I got retirement, kids, money, blah, 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 groceries. Seriously, though, are these things bringing you happiness, joy, peace, and contentment that you crave that's going to be longitudinal? Are these things contributing to your stress and anxiety? Or worse, are you using them to cover over it? Because in Burnt Out to Badass, We are not covering over any of that shit. We are excavating it out of your life. Imagine living free and clear and happy and with a whole bunch more girlfriends. I'm telling you, it's worth it every day of the week. So come hang out with me. Think about it. There's price levels at all different prices. There are payment programs. You email me individually and we will find a high quality solution to make it happen. You're not going to have to sell your children. You're not going to have to like get a second mortgage on your house. That's not how I operate. But what I do want you to do is realize this salary, is it making you happy? And could there be another way for you? I love hanging with you. I want to encourage you. Like always, this is not your forever because it actually can go from good to great. Maybe you're in a good state. It can get better. So let's do that. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.
Open up the door. Ten, nine, eight, six. Liquid limbs and heavy lids. 